From in the beginning to the musical apocalypse, this is The Bible Says What. I'm your host, Mike Wiseman. A while back, I was on the show Unbelievable. I enjoyed the conversation, and I feel it went better than I expected it to. That being said, Veronica D. watched said Unbelievable episode and had this to say about it. Listening to you on Unbelievable, the straw man and fallacious points you make are embarrassing for an adult man. Thousands of Jewish and Christian theologians who have written on the Bible, and you really think that these people are stupid and you know better? Dude, really? You were never a Christian to begin with. All you did was go through the religious rituals. Thanks for contributing, though. You just cemented why I could never be an atheist. I could never be that willfully ignorant. Veronica sounds hurt and angry. This was not my intention. But nonetheless, Veronica D. starts her onslaught by appealing to biased authority figures. Who am I to question the work of the deeply devoted? They never fudge their numbers. Second, she turns to blind accusations. I hear it all the time. You were never a Christian. If it didn't work for me and Jesus never sent me convincing tingles, then the only other logical conclusion she could come up with is that I was never at her level of devotee. I would have loved to explore these opinions further, but unfortunately, the contact information left by Veronica D. was incorrect. If you're out there and listening, Veronica D., I invite you to come on the show and address your opinions. Message me. You know how. Let's start the show. Is there anything in the Bible that you yourself have an issue with? <laughs> Okay, so it took you reading the Bible to realize that those things were bad for you? Yeah, it actually did. I, I didn't figure this out on your own? No, Ted, Ted Bundy could be redeemed. God doesn't kill children. What do you think the Passover was? Yahweh sets up a whole system in the Old Testament where you slaughter animals just so he's able to forgive you. Today's special guest is spiritual life coach, Grace Being. Welcome to the show, Grace. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for having me here. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for taking the time. Why don't you tell us about the spiritual life coach? What do you do exactly? What is that? Yeah, so I'm a spiritual life coach, but I focus um, mostly on people who suffered from narcissistic abuse. So they were stuck in toxic relationships. Um, but my approach to healing is a mix of science and spirituality. Hmm. So I had my own journey of healing from narcissistic abuse which is what, what, like what inspired me to embark on this journey and start he helping others do the same, right? You, so basically, the, that's what I did. Sorry. Can you define narcissistic abuse for us? Yeah, so narcissistic abuse um, is quite a common issue in the world, unfortunately. And mm -hmm. many people are not aware of it until quite late in the relationship um, and this can be happening like with a colleague at work with a family member or hmm. with a romantic partner and so narcissistic abuse is when someone um, takes advantage of your vulnerability 
Um, they manipulate people to use them for their own advantage. Um, they use specific techniques like gaslighting, which is, is a specific type of manipulation mm. where the people end up questioning their reality and mm. what they're experiencing because of the denial and the lies. And it, it's really, really confusing mm. and painful for the other mm. person. And the narcissists start off and seemingly they come off as like charismatic people. Um, so it's, it can be quite difficult mm. to pick up on these traits. Um, mm. But as you get closer to these kinds of people, then you would realize that they're not really who they are. Um, mm. They've suffered their own trauma, okay? So I'm not trying to stigmatize them. Um, mm, however, yeah. it doesn't justify the abuse, right? Right. Yeah. So well, thank you for that. So what was the typical advice you would give somebody who is in that kind of uh, relationship? Um, to educate yourself as much as you can. Mm -hmm. uh, that, that was the starting point for me to educate myself about the personality disorder mm -hmm. to help me understand what's happening, what I was going through, um, help me realize that I was not going crazy because mm -hmm. um, uh, victims might be suffering from cognitive dissonance, which mm -hmm. is when you are presented with two conflicting beliefs simultaneously. So, you know, our brain makes sense out of things by observing patterns in life. Mm -hmm. This is how we navigate our world. Yeah. And when you have two conflicting patterns, the brain gets confused. So you're like, what the heck is happening here? <laughs> it does not compute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Education and self-care. Education and self-care. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. That's a great start. Education and self-care. Yeah. Love it. Great <laughs> advice. Oh, man, that's it. That was the show. Thanks, everybody, for coming. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for that where does the uh the spiritual part fit into all that because that's great i love that i mean yeah. self-care and, and education for sure man that's a great one go ahead yeah where, where's the, yeah. the spiritual part fit in there yeah so the spiritual part really helps in the healing process because um when you're going through narcissistic abuse you tend to lose yourself in the person and you find yourself neglecting your needs, mm -hmm. um, your emotions, and you become kind of fixated on fixing the relationship or saving the narcissist even. Mm. Um, and this is emotionally exhausting and overwhelming, and it affects you spiritually as well. So you lose connection from yourself. Okay, slow down right there. I like that. Thank you. We lose the spirit connection when we're in a relationship yes. like that, when we're going through. So how does yes, that how does that work definitely. exactly? Um, so if you are entirely focused on another person who is harming you, uh -huh. um, your intuition is would be trying to tell you uh, you you have this feeling. In the back of your head, is this is wrong. Yeah, yeah. Someone yeah, trying to tell you exactly. to get out of there. So you you attribute that thought to the spirit part. Yes, 
Um, Why? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah because <laughs> your your higher self, let's call it your higher self. Higher self. Um, yeah, is what I like to call it. Uh-huh. Uh, everyone has a higher self. Everyone has. Um, one. Everyone has one, and it's like. It's trying to guide you. It's trying to protect you. And it's trying ah. to warn you uh-huh. by using the inner voice. <clears throat> but so if, if you're losing touch and so. you're disconnecting from the self, then uh-huh. you're not paying attention. Yeah. And you're in your chimney cricket, your conscious, your higher exactly. self, whatever you want to call it. There is this nugging at nudging at you, your little angel, your devil on your shoulder. There's many different ways to describe exactly. that for sure yeah all right so you yeah. you've stuck with this is your higher self how did we get to yes. that as opposed to jiminy cricket how do you know it's not jiminy cricket <laughs> i mean the ghost of jiminy cricket could be you know living in your head somewhere and, and telling you don't do that don't do that i failed with pinocchio i'm not gonna fail with you <laughs> it is exactly like jiminy cricket right it is yeah. our conscience yeah and Funnily enough, you are mentioning this. Um, I like to work with dreams as well, uh, not interpreting mm. dreams to people because I do not have that. I'm not trained in that aspect, but I've uh-huh. done psychotherapy myself and Carl Jungian psychotherapy specifically, which has a profound spiritual aspect, um, Carl Jungian's theories. And part of the psychotherapy was interpreting dreams. And I had a dream about my Jiminy Cricket. So, <laughs> so you, do you have a spirit animal? Is that what it is? Um, I don't have a spirit animal, oh. but um, so our dreams, our unconscious tries to communicate with us through dreams and through symbols. And it's always trying to help us, to protect us. Um, and your oh. conscience can present itself as Jiminy Cricket, which in my case, it did actually present itself as Jiminy Cricket. Uh huh. Oh, like for real? That's yeah, awesome. Real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what did Jiminy say? Do you say you're going to be on a show with Michael someday, and he's going to rec- <laughs> mention me? <laughs> um, no, but it, Jiminy Cricket was trying to. Um, it was trying to show me right and wrong, right between right and wrong, and telling me like. You're going to be okay. Follow this little voice, uh-huh. which was Jiminy Cricket in the dream. And it's like this little voice in your head that's trying to poke you in the right direction and you keep ignoring it. So but going back to the spiritual connection, when we start doing spiritual practices, huh. which can take form in many different ways, uh-huh. you strengthen this spiritual connection and you're equipping yourself with ammo against the narcissistic abuse. So you're strengthening yourself even while you're still in the relationship. That's how it starts. Hmm. So uh, we, we're going to start with the education and self-care. We're going to go back to that. If I'm educating and self-caring, that education is going to teach me how to deal with these emotions, deal with these relationships, deal with these kinds of situations. Yeah. Where Again, though, where does the spirit part fit in as a need at all i see it's just my common sense is nugging at me telling me hey this is you're not comfortable here you're not happy this is wrong we should fix this so and then that that to you is the higher self your jiminy cricket um 
and it try and it's trying to help. That's what that's what I'm getting. Yes. There's, there's none of them that are going to be harmful. Tell you the wrong thing. Um, that wouldn't be our conscience. That would be other intrusive thoughts that you might be having, which you would be having if you're in a narcissistic relationship. Uh-huh. That's for sure. Uh-huh. So having the spiritual connection with yourself teaches you how to identify and start recognizing these intrusive thoughts and the internal commentary that you have in your head, which you might not be aware of at the time. Your own. Hmm. See, how do we distinguish from our own thoughts to an outside force giving us those thoughts? How do we distinguish that? Yeah, that's why it's really important to develop this spiritual connection because otherwise it can be very confusing. So (laughs) how do I know, how do I know that the thought that I'm having that I'm not good enough Uh is coming from external experiences Mm -hmm. and not because it's true. External experiences. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Not an outside force though. Not an invisible uh, consciousness that's somewhere else, your higher self or whatever. This is just, you know, your environment, you're going to be a product of your environment. So they say. Yes, you will surely be influenced by your environment. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where that education and, and self-care comes in. Yes, yes. So education <laughs> is going to help you identify even the yeah. what you're going through, like the symptoms that you start developing and yeah. the, the abuse and start making Oof, sense yeah. out of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, education yeah, is it, about boundaries even, like what yeah. boundaries are, how to practice setting boundaries. Hmm. Like they don't teach you this t- types of things in school. At least not me. <laughs> in my school. <laughs> There's a lot of things they should teach you in school. They don't balancing a checkbook, yeah. buying a house, boundary, <laughs> uh, lots of things. Yeah. Um, so as far as the oh man, self-care and education. So if I can do this without connecting to the spirit world or, or my higher self, if I can figure this out on my own, I mean, it takes years. I, I've been there. I've been in a, crappy relationship we've all been crappy relationships and and when you're in them some there's always that little thing in the back of your head telling you but again i it's it's my common sense telling me that i'm unhappy that that i shouldn't be here and that i'm uncomfortable um yeah and you and how my how do i how do me me myself how do i verify that it's jiminy cricket as opposed to my own thoughts because i can't connect to spirit worlds like People claim to connect to spirit worlds. I don't have conversations with invisible people. I tried that, but nothing happened. You know, it was just a one-way conversation. And then my own thoughts are, are my own thoughts. I cannot, there's zero way to verify that my thoughts are coming from an alien spaceship, a dead person, or Jiminy Cricket. You know, that's where I'm at in this in this whole thing. Okay, so where do you think your thoughts are coming from? Let's start from there. Ah, my brain uh, and my brain comes up with ideas, my subconscious throughout the day, throughout my life. Things have been, you know, I've been in situations and those things pop up and here and there. Um, yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's exactly. It. So that's the brain's role, basically part of it. Yeah. Yeah. And it I am not a brain scientist. So <laughs> yeah, I'm not either. <laughs> I'm not either. Great. But that, we know that that's part of the brain's role through science. Actually, we know right? what the brain does. Yes. Yeah. And it generates thoughts yes. and ideas. Gotcha. Yeah. 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 So have you ever tried meditation? Yes. 
Yes. I can't sit still have long enough. Ever... I have a problem with it. I'm just old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Plus, the coffee's not helping um... either. <laughs> <Try> decaf. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, so, have you ever experienced moments where mm. you were able to sit in complete stillness and mm. your brain was not producing thoughts, even for just like, Three seconds, ah, two seconds. Okay, so that would be on the car ride home. Sometimes you just zone out. Okay, I would I would call that my meditation moment. I don't even know how I got home. Sometimes it's like I don't even remember that drive. Yeah, yeah. Is that meditation? Yeah. So no. when I'm in that state, <laughs> no. Oh no. <laughs> Good. Don't meditate while you're driving. Don't do it. No, please. no. <laughs> but that is a very good example of mm. how you're operating. So you mm. said that you don't even remember the drive home. Mm. So where were you exactly? Because you were in your body. You were driving, oh, man. right? Yeah. I was but in my thoughts. You? I was lost in my thoughts. A lot of times that happens. I'll be listening to a podcast or a song or something, and then a thought will pop in. And my mind, being my mind, just takes it and goes down all kinds of millions of different rabbit holes. And that 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 I would call my, my meditation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that's not meditation because you no. said that you were sick, lost in thoughts, right? Yeah. yeah. So you weren't, you haven't experienced a moment where you were just sitting down doing nothing, so not <sighs> driving, yeah. and your brain, you noticed that there was just complete silence. I, I, I don't. I, my head never has silence. Even when I'm sleeping, <laughs> I don't have silence in my head. I don't have that. I, I'm just, my brain works differently. Uh, that yeah. ADHD crap is just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You go fast. I go fast all the time. You go fast. Okay. So um, let's try this. Okay. Mm. So can you close your eyes? Close my eyes. Yeah. Okay. I want you to take a, like a deep breath. Just yeah. No cheating. No cheating. <laughs> <laughs> this will be quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Let's let's take a deep breath. Into the nose. Down to your diaphragm. And you breathe out. Okay. We're gonna take two more breaths at your own rhythm, but controlled. Okay. So as you take the next breath, I want you to focus on how it feels on your body using your senses. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Can you I'm tell just... me what you what can you tell me what you're feeling in your body? Anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anxiety. Yeah, no. Oh my god. I, yeah, no, I close my head and my eyes and my mind goes all kinds of places. I got work i got kids school i got podcast okay. oh my goodness yeah no i have a hard time silencing things that was fun though that yeah. was a yeah, i didn't really feel i mean maybe i felt a little more relaxed because you know i stopped moving for a minute but other than that you know that was fun i hope nobody I was driving while more... they were doing that nobody was driving while they were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> you would need more time yeah. to relax the mind Right and go from different uh, brain waves of the mind. Maybe some medication. But what I'm getting, what I'm getting <laughs> to, is that to be able to realize what you are feeling, mm. 
Mm-hmm. You were using your awareness, right? I would attribute that to my brain, though. My brain's awareness, yes, of my body. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that, your awareness and being able to get in touch with what you're feeling, with your mm-hmm. body, mm-hmm. having that ability, that is your spiritual side of you, let's say. Okay, so getting in your, touch with your body is the spiritual side. Yes, definitely. Enhancing the mind. Why do we call that spiritual? Is, it is a spiritual practice in itself because everything is connected. There's no body versus spirit. This is at least this is how I work. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My holistic approach <laughs> towards uh, life and towards healing. Um, so the body, the mind, and our spiritual self uh-huh. awareness itself they're all one system the mind so, the body one system yes and the spirit yeah wow. because okay, i can't get to the spirit part we i don't have that part yet though like that part is the part i don't get what is it where does it come from i don't recognize it even if i did that calm quiet thing i wouldn't recognize a spirit i recognize my body my brain my thoughts my breathing the the world of, i don't know I don't, I, I, how do you get to yeah. that spirit part, that little flavor, that little extra flavor you seem to have there? How do you get to that? <laughs> so the key word of what you're saying is, it's not you don't have it, you don't recognize it. And that's a well, big difference. Well. That's a big difference. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you didn't have the spirit, you wouldn't be here right now speaking with me. Well, that's debatable. It, it, it's not giving you life. Now, how to get in touch with that? I understand where you're coming from yeah. because before yeah. I started my um, spiritual practices and my healing journey, I was a full-blown atheist and I Whoa. used to enjoy having debates with people and trying <laughs> to convince them that they're wrong. Nothing else exists apart from the body and the planet Earth. Deal with it. Science, we're going to die, decompose, just deal with it okay and then what happened <laughs> that's how <laughs> what <laughs> oh then what happened like did did jiminy that was it the dream from jiminy cricket that changed your mind <laughs> what was it no. <laughs> <laughs> what changed my mind what changed my mind was actually meditation so i started meditating uh-huh. not as a spiritual practice i started meditating because I was in so much deep shit in my life. Excuse me for my French, but I that sounded English to me. Have... I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, couldn't I, help myself. <laughs> I I didn't have another way of like coping with hmm. what I was going through. So my sister introduced me to this person, and she was like, "Just go to him. He's going to help you." And I was like, "What do you think he's going to do?" And she was like, "Just go." Mm-hmm. And this was a person who I ended up working with for years. Mm-hmm. And the first thing that I told him when he was going to start speaking to me about healing and stuff like this. And I was like, don't speak to me about God. Don't speak to me about spirituality because I do not believe in God and I do not believe in spirituality. And mm-hmm. now I'm a spiritual life coach. So yeah. this is the kind of transformation that we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? Yeah. What happened? What, what was happened? it? Was that lightning strike? Was a flick of the switch? What was it? 
it was years of meditation okay years of meditation. so okay. yes i started meditating and i enjoyed it because i started feeling some sense of relief from my anxiety and from the emotional exhaustion <laughs> that yeah. i was experiencing life yeah um i yeah and abuse domestic violence mm. like it's oh, it's sorry, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um and i used to smoke weed from morning till night it was <laughs> i was self medicating myself yeah. over self medicating <laughs> over self medicating like <laughs> i had to be zoned out to yeah. be able to cope through life like i used to mm. wake up and my heart used to start racing like with anxiety and i was like yeah. what the heck is happening you know i just woke up yeah. i'm not running or something yeah um so anyways i continued this meditation because it's starting to help my body yeah and it just started a graceful transformation within me without me even knowing actually so mm. i started having more clarity i was still stuck in the relationship but after mm. two years of doing these kinds of like life skills learning about what i like mm. what education self-care in life education self-care yeah that's how mm -hmm. it starts yeah and uh, i start making better decisions you know and realizing that listen life doesn't need to be so dull and mm. horrific um so i started to have a stronger sense of self mm. my self-esteem is establishing itself self-worth is still uh, still needs <laughs> a lot of work <laughs> needed at yeah time. we all work on um, that <laughs> Yeah, but but I started changing, you know, I started transforming. Yeah. And so that then I got in touch with my spiritual self um by have by experiencing it myself by knowing. So if someone had to come tell me what they were going through without me experiencing it, I wouldn't hmm. have believed them yeah. because I'm the kind of person that I need to experience something myself yeah. before yeah. I believe. It's a sense of knowing rather Absolutely. than learning it, yeah. you know? Experience, experience for so, sure. So, yeah, that's that's how I realized that I have a spiritual self. So what I'm seeing, thank you, um, is we're taking the time away from the, the craziness of the day, the craziness of the week, the month, the people around us, the children, ah, the children. Um, and we're, we're break, we're, we're, taking a break from that that's our meditation right that's we're, we're just canceling out the world and focusing on us that's of course that's yeah. healthy and beneficial yeah <laughs> like if i just zone out in front of the tv for an hour that'd be great if i could do that i'd be like that would be me time relax time like if i play a game you know i play uh anyways <laughs> if i play a game it's, it's relaxing it, it mellows me out i get to zone out of the world focus on this you know I, and if i do that enough I take those times for myself, self-care, thousand percent. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm going to feel better. Yeah. And if I just keep going, 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 from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing, that's going to that's gonna be a problem. Yeah. And, I, and But again, I don't need the spirit part for any of that. That all just makes sense just naturally. So uh, the question I think we're going we're gonna to end up with anyways is God. Where is God in all of this? But first, I want to describe God. What is God to you? Who is God to you? Go ahead. Yeah, that's a challenging question, dude, to explain and define mm. what is God, because that mm. is a question that is on my mind every day. <laughs> 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 yeah. Um, 
so I can't really explain or define God, but I can tell you how I feel God's presence, if that's what it is. Interesting. Um, and so how it changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, ask. Yeah. we feel that we, we understand. Or, sorry. I understand that you feel that um, God changed your life. And so the problem I'm having is you don't know this guy. You don't. Do you talk to him? Have you seen him? I mean, is he the God of the Bible? Um, I don't know. I don't think hmm. that it's the God that we were taught when we were kids. I was brought up in a Catholic family. Wow. But as I told you, when I was 18 years old, yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> this does not make sense. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right there with you. <laughs> uh, Communion, yeah. that's a good and one. If you <laughs> haven't experienced these kinds of things, I don't mm. blame you to go through life like this because it's very difficult to understand, especially if you mm. haven't experienced them. Yeah. Um, well, do you understand, though? Can Do you understand God? Do you understand what he is, um, who he is, where he is, what he tastes like? I I wouldn't dare say that I understand God because I understand that I am too small to understand God because let me explain what God is. Narcissistic so, abuse. You're not too small. He's too small. Don't you turn that around what? and make it the other way around. That sounds like narcissistic <laughs> abuse. Get yourself out of that relationship. Good grief, Grace. With God, you mean. <laughs> yeah, he sounds narcissistic. You're too small. He's already got you telling yourself that you're too small, Grace. Don't let him tell you that. Be bigger than Wait. Him. <laughs> no, I, I think that is um, having a sense of humility, but also understanding your hmm. power. So... Um, so God, how I experienced God in my life, um, is through, um, meditation. So, so when you're in a meditation state, that's when God connects with yeah. you. Gotcha. I didn't know it was God's presence, but I was at the beach. I was meditating by myself and I had been doing so for like two years. And for the first time in my life, I feel like an explosion of, like gratitude and love coming not from external sources but from inside my body and huh. i start crying with joy and i was okay. like what and i woke up i couldn't continue meditating and i was like uh -huh. oh, like what's happening what is happening you know you're filled with and joy it was it's the joy monster joy. <laughs> <laughs> he was just happened to be on that beach that day that joy monster he's so cool oh man well i'm glad you got to experience the joy monster man that's cool <laughs> yeah and i did get curious about that i tried hmm. researching about it but i didn't find anything hmm. on the joy monster or or the being that gave you the happiness yeah on what wild yeah. i was feeling yeah, the one you think okay. so what did you think gave it to you at that point what did you think it came from inside um just pent up joy somewhere that just needed to come out or a thought or a, uh what well, I mean anything like where do you think it, like do the god like jump on top of you or like and or did he come in your body and then like give you the joy or did he telepathically send it or lightning bolts or how did you get it 
How does that work? Well, we are born with it, but we don't realize that it's there. So you have like a fraction of God's essence inside of you waiting to be found. So then you can feel huh. a glimpse of what God feels like. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's an interesting yeah. one. So uh, I have a little piece of God in me. When did that get yeah. there? You were born with it. I was born with a little piece of God. So before I was born, God is sitting wherever he sits and giving little pieces of himself to all the babies. Well, I don't know exactly where God <laughs> is sitting or yeah, how this works. Or but how I can say, <laughs> I can say how I experienced it, right? You experienced and, feelings. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I experience but feelings look, all the time. I mean, sometimes they're yeah. overwhelming. But I don't. I don't most think it's the, of the time, joy monster. Most or, of the time, you know. they're overwhelming. But, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't experienced these kinds of feelings. I've had lots I'm of joy. Saying. I've had overwhelming joy. Yes, absolutely. Random joy. Holy cow! Random happiness. Yep, been there. Random sadness. Been there. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. I, I do. Everybody does. I mean, that's a human experience. That's part of the fun of being human. <laughs> But I don't see that as um, a, an invisible force doing it to me. It's just me. It's my body. It's my brain. That's how I work. It's how I function. I don't, I don't, there's, there's no slivers of God causing all of that, you know? I don't think that it's the same kind of feeling because huh. um, I go about my life trying to connect with other human beings who had similar experiences. Uh -huh. And I do not find many people who, can understand this feeling and I don't mock them or make them feel like anything less than me because they didn't experience it. But I would like to connect with more people who did because I'm human and I like to share <laughs> my experiences with people who can understand me. Damn scampy. Yeah, that's the way it works. Mm -hmm. So uh, fast forward to two years after yeah. I felt this feeling and I continue meditating. Um, it was in the midst of the pandemic and I had flown back home from Florida where I was working because of the pandemic and I was in quarantine for 14 days. And uh, Everybody so from Florida should be quarantined. Sorry, Florida yeah. listeners. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that. I swear. <laughs> um. Where where are you, by the way? Which state? I'm in Vegas, Las Vegas, Vegas. Nevada. Vegas, yeah, nice, nice, eh, cool. It's a little warm, okay. But, you know. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Um, so yes, I still wasn't into spirituality. I still didn't believe in God at the time. I just experienced this feeling, and I was like, I don't know what what it is, but I went on mm -hmm. with my life. Okay, mm -hmm. um, smoking weed, still toxic relationship, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and anyways then I was in my apartment in quarantine I my weed was finished I had mm. like just come out of a week smoking weed all day all night and then I stopped it was finished I was like oh, fuck it I'm gonna continue and I just started reading a book mm. which was sitting there in my closet for like a few years mm. Mm. We've all got those. and I decided to to start reading this book so I started reading this book, which is called A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle. And I start having these moments of realization 
where you could say like I broke free from the matrix is what people <laughs> call it. And I had this like spiritual awakening yeah. where my body was filled with goosebumps uh-huh. and it just it couldn't stop and I feel this like rush of energy from the back of my spine going uh-huh. up to my body and I know this sounds crazy I was <laughs> I was scared and shy and I didn't want to tell anyone about this because people would think I'm crazy right so it took me a few years to be able to feel safe and come out of the spiritual closet and mm-hmm. after a lot of reading and understanding and forming now my belief system um it took me a lot to feel comfortable sharing this so i did other mm-hmm. podcasts before where i didn't speak about this experience and now i'm comfortable speaking with you because i've done the inner work mm-hmm. right? yeah so you've done this before um, yeah you've been there done that <laughs> you're an expert now so how do you know that that jo- that was not the joy monster sending you that stuff up your spine and your tingles and your goosebumps. How do you know it was not the joy monster? He's invisible as well. Um, because you feel it coming outside of your body, so yeah. I can the see invisible the joy monster be- brought it in. He came in and um, rush of joy from the joy monster as he dr- as he flies by. How do you know it wasn't him? Um, I it kind of was no. I'm nope. saying that this. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> kind of was. <laughs> kind of was, no? <laughs> like, oh, are we great. on the same page? It's true. Yeah, well, I guess. Yeah. So we have a joy monster. All right. There is a joy monster, and he gave you joy. Yeah. And we have yeah. to medicate. Tate, not medicate. Sorry. It sounds a little <laughs> similar. There. Yeah, meditate, meditate. I mean, you can medicate, but, you know, within reason. Yeah. Don't smoke weed all day, every day, you know? <laughs> <laughs> So you were filled with joy from the joy monster or the the, the being. Um, and yeah, then you were afraid to sit, talk about it and you did talk about it. And have you, and you haven't experienced any or talked to anybody else that has that same joy, that experience, uh, that yes, same experience I, you said? Yeah. So yeah, it's a minority, but hmm. I find that people who experience with psychedelics, for example, um medicated back to the medication <laughs> yeah it's yeah. it is a kind of medication um where they do either ayahuasca or other types of psychedelics i know that there are also therapists who are using these types of medication including ketamine focused oh. psychotherapy do you have their number um, because <laughs> <laughs> joking i'm joking good grief <laughs> Maybe. Uh, after, after. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> so, so there are, there's not very many people that you've connected with that have that same experience. Why do you think that is? Why do you think that the joy monster or whatever it is, is not bringing joy to the world? Um, Because it's up to you to find it, you know, it's up to you huh. to do the work. And most people are not ready to commit to the self-care practices. So you have to work to find, to find it. You, yeah. You, you Does he want do. to be found? Uh, ironically, mm. I think he does. Ah, it okay. does, because I don't like to call it he or she. I don't think there's gender in God. I think it's energy. Gotcha, um, gotcha. It's like this Sorry. powerful yeah. energy. Um, but anyways, these people who have done these type of psychedelics, which I have never done, just to clarify this, Mm. but they have experienced the same feeling I had through meditation. 
um, hmm. through this altered state of consciousness. Interesting. So they so... were able to experience this feeling of love and like overwhelming, like a fountain of love flowing out of you. <laughs> but you, yeah. for no reason, like <laughs> literally a fountain yeah. of love, you start crying with, with joy. Um, it is the most blissful experience I've ever experienced. And when it, a lot of time passes that I don't experience this, I start wondering, like, when is it going to happen again? Like, oh, this no, you're getting amazing. addicted to the joy monster. <laughs> I'm addicted to the joy monster. Now. <laughs> you know? I love it. Oh, man. Well, that joy is addicting. That's for sure. I try to find it wherever I can. You know, that's, that's my goal in life to spread it and find it wherever I can. 100%. Well, this is great. This has been a lot of fun. Um, I, I wanted to get back into the science thing. One last question. We'll, we'll, we'll close it out with this last question. The, the science and spirituality. There's a big difference there. Science has not verified any of this. So how, how do we correlate the two? We have science, which tells us we have there's no invisible people, no joy monster. Um, it all comes from within us. We can we can find the answers to these things using science and and medical equipment and stuff so where does science fit into the spirituality part how how do you correlate the two how do you fit fit them in together yeah see i have a totally different perspective on that and i don't see them as separate i see them as yeah. the same we're talking yeah, about the same thing it's just that yeah so science hasn't been able to encompass and understand everything how the universe works in fact even right. um, i'm a big fan of like as astronomy and mm. they they all have these questions of how the universe was created how long ago um how big is it and all these yeah. questions yeah. um so we can see that science is continuously evolving mm. and there are theories learning. that before learning, We're learning. Yeah. yeah so yeah we're learning about the universe, about ourselves, about our bodies, about our mind. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So just because we don't have an explanation for everything doesn't mean that it does not exist because what we mm. couldn't explain a few years ago, mm. um, they had all types of superstitions, for example, but now there's a scientific mm. explanation for it. Yes. So in my head, one yeah. day, I think that we would be to explain we would be able to explain more things. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's just we haven't gotten there yet. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But yeah, science is science... slowly moving towards figuring things out. We Not in our lifetime. We'll probably never figure out why or how uh, we all got here. Mm. Um, for yeah. sure. But, I mean, that's disappointing. I, I can deal with it, though. As long as we find alien life in my lifetime, I'm okay. But it all goes back yeah. to that 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 same thing, that self-care and education. And that is I, I, perfect. We need more of that, 100%. Self-care education. Get yourself some. Find a, an expert. Uh, uh, an, uh, man, what's the word I'm looking for? Not an expert. Uh, oh, my goodness. Words are escaping my mouth. Anyways, um, uh Wow. Uh, therapist. Holy cow. There's the word. A therapist, therapist. If you need one, definitely seek professional assistance. There's the words. Um, so yeah, if you're dealing with any of those issues, definitely seek professional help. Um, thank you, Grace. This has been a blast. Go ahead. I want you to close it out with uh, where, where can we find your stuff and any last words you got? 
Yeah, so thank you, Michael. I really had fun having this conversation with you. Hmm. Um, if people got curious about what I do, they can visit my website, gracebeing.com. Yeah. And or my Instagram, grace.being. And hmm. if you have any questions, shoot them out at me. I would be more than happy to answer you. And I want people to be curious about hmm. themselves and who they are and not to be scared to ask questions and go a bit deeper to explore absolutely. who they really are and where they come from. <laughs> Great advice. Absolutely. Ask questions. Never stop learning. Thank you so yes. much, Grace. This has been a blast. We'll keep in touch. Thanks. Don't <laughs>the show there is for you today thanks for listening as always you can find me at the bible says what youtube and facebook pages you can also find clips of the show on tiktok under bsw the podcast if you like what you heard and want to help keep the recording light on simply go to patreon.com forward slash bsw the podcast and sign up to be a supporter of the show your episodic tithes of a dollar or more will get you early access to each episode by at least three days stickers shirts and shout outs that's patreon.com forward slash BSW the podcast. For the latest events, BSW swag, including signed copies of The Bible Says What the book, head on over to the show's ever-evolving webpage at thebiblesayswhat.com. And no matter which platform you use to listen to your podcasts, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you won't miss out on the next episode. Until then, would you kindly pick up your Bibles and read them? Next time on the Bible says what? If you rebel against him, I'm a dad. My kids rebel against me every day. You know, yeah. it's a thing. You know, and eventually they'll get older and they'll realize this, and, I, and I'm okay with that. So, why is God not okay with that? Why does he get so angry? I don't know that he gets so angry. Uh, no, we just talked about him drowning the whole planet. Yeah, I understand. Was, that. He wasn't happy when he did that. No, <laughs> he, he wasn't happy. He it said it said he regretted that he had ever made man. Oh man, that's a whole sentence right there. Why does yeah. God regret? How can God regret? That just doesn't even seem possible.